This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 675 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Trust Design. Welcome to the Dressage Radio Show, the longest-running dressage podcast in the world. The official podcast of the United States Dressage Association. Here are your English dressage hosts, Reese and Philip. On today's show, we're celebrating 10 years of podcasting with our original producer and head of the Horse Radio Network, Glenn Heber. Congratulations, guys. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, I got it. I looked it up, and you started. Your first show was May thirty first of two thousand twelve. That was your first time hosting, and then Philip came on a month later because you got sick of hanging out with me. Um, <laughs> and it was June twenty first of two thousand twelve. So about three weeks, you put up with me for three weeks, and said, "I then said, I know this guy, Phil." Um, I we think he'd be great. <laughs> yeah. We had some, we we had some trial co-hosts. We did. We had some a couple of people that came on, and um, they just weren't the right fit. And so then I was like, we we kind of decided. We kind of talked about it. And we're like, do you do you have any male horse friends? I was like, I have one. <laughs> I know this guy from Canada. And I know this. Pretty, he's pretty cold all the time, but he's a nice guy. Yeah. That's I remember him, her describing you, actually. So there I, you go. How did you know each other? We ended up meeting each other at the Young Dressage Horse Trainers Conference, hosted uh, by Scott Hassler at Harmony Dressage. Hilltop. It was Hilltop. Hilltop. was the first host. Yeah. Wow. So we, we met each other there, actually. And we met. Phil, what, what year was that? Oh. I remember. And we had known each other a couple years and we always seemed to hang out together and sit together. And we had a lot of the same, um, just philosophies and training horses. And we all enjoyed hanging out together and it was really fun. And that's how we knew each other. And so we had known each other a couple years. And then that's when I was like, I think I actually know somebody that's along the same lines. That was really important to us when we were picking another co-host because Glenn and I knew each other from from Kentucky and doing a couple events together, and um, Glenn, I did some I did some recipes with Reese because you found out That's I right. liked to cook. That's right. You came on horses in the morning in the early days. In the early days, yeah. like super early and, days, and dressage, dressage radio show in the early days too. We were just looking back into mm-hmm. the archives of show notes, and so. Um, we we were not technically the first hosts of Dressage Radio Show, but Reese was a guest on the second episode ever. I was. You, you were. Gosh, I, do you do you remember yeah. that? No, no. I guess remember. <laughs> I have the worst memory. Like I, I truly, I can't remember it happened. Basically, that was in two thousand nine. You did that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dressage oh, Radio wow. Show started in two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. I don't remember that. Chris was hosting then, and you were the second guest. Who was she with? She was with somebody famous, right? Um, uh, Debbie McDonald. Yeah, there we oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> and they had me on. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> well, actually, in 2009, um, that's when I had Casper, and I was actually uh, on the shortlist that year with him, and he was competing internationally, had won a couple big CDIs. So I guess I was the up-and-comer 
at that point. Um, yeah, that's right. I came on. I remember I was in my mom's office at the old farm with terrible internet. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to work, but, um, yeah, it was, it was really true. That happened. So uh, we re- met- real life is happening right now. My husband's coming in. This is actually what really happens during the show. My husband comes in. <laughs> Travis has given us a Hi, Travis. Up. happy 10 year. He's waving to the boys right now. <laughs> so I met you before that, probably around 2008, as we were doing the World Equestrian Game show. And that's mm-hmm. when we, you met Jennifer first, I think, and then mm-hmm. somewhere at a so. conference or something. And then uh, we met after that because we were doing the WEG show. Uh, that's and, right. Yeah. And I then, met Jen at that, uh, they were, All Tech was doing, kind of leading up to the games, they did a bunch of like meet and greets, I guess, or, or little little talks with local professionals. And Jen was in the audience and I was speaking. I don't remember what I was speaking on, but Jen came up to me afterward and gave me her card and said, you know, we love, we're local. We'd love to meet you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And um, yeah. She got home. I remember her talking about how dynamic you were and how she really liked you. Uh, I remember her to this day talking about that. I still really like her. (laughs) We are truly friends. I think that's, I think that's why the show works so well is like, we actually are truly all friends and we all like working together. Uh, and we, we get like along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, you know, it's true. Uh, the shows that have been around forever, but Jamie and, you know, Helena and everybody, I mean, we all are friends. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't do this this long if you don't get along with your ghost. <laughs> oh, it's true. And we hang out off air and I, I really feel as, is one of my biggest, if not my biggest, um, confidant. And Phil, Phil doesn't tell you how it is. Like, that's what I like about Phil. He'll be like, that P-off is terrible. I'll show him the video. He's like, don't show that video to anyone else. <laughs> you thought it was wonderful. But, and Phil's well, going, oh, I that sucks. I think that's part of being a good friend is, is, yeah, is you know, you know, being honest and, and, you know, and, 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 and your, and your friendship can survive a, a bit of, a bit of honesty because mm-hmm. you know it comes from a good place it comes from a supportive place but you know uh, oh well, when you tell when you say something positive to me i'm just like oh i don't like it it's good well, finally i yeah, get something I that's fun. how our stu- that's how my students feel also <laughs> you know so yeah it's, it's like a real achievement but no truly i mean we have we phil and i have traveled all over the world now um for looking at horses and doing that and also with the show and we all we hang out our 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 my husband and his, and Meredith Phil's wife we all get along great we went to your guys's wedding we had a blast um so it, it you really even went to a fun. rave with them yeah that's right I that's did right. I did that's I, Las I Vegas that's Las Vegas right Las Vegas <laughs> was that your first <laughs> rave Reese oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. totally yeah. Yeah, I've never been to a rave before. I I don't think I've actually been to one since, but COVID did happen in there, so that's not really a place you want to go. Uh, I would definitely go again with Phil and Meredith. Like they know the they know the the job. They know the rave uh, scene, huh? Yeah, you do. That's right. you, it's like, a, and you, you know what? When you them. meet Phil, I'm, now now talk about honesty. Here's honesty. When you yeah. meet Phil, you would think he was the last guy ever to go to a rave. Uh, never in a million years no, would you guess. No, that. when you go to a rave with Phil, no, I, I'm going to disagree on that one. Do you? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I like to have drinks, and but but the you know the rave philosophy is all about it, it's plur, you know, peace, love, unity, and respect. And I I really 
you know, it's I, it's kind of hippie culture too. You know, well, so, yeah, that's what it that's is. You. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, that I, you know, if if uh, you know, don't cause problems, don't add negativity, just be positive and and uh, you know, have a good time. Yeah, that's totally you, actually. And Meredith, too. But when you first meet Phil, he just kind of comes across (laughs) as this straight-laced guy who, you know, uh, stays home every night. That's what (laughs) – Yeah, Yeah. and and again, I've I've met some listeners, and, 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 you know, in real life, I think I'm kind of awkward, and I don't – you know, I don't know what to say or, or, you know, unlike Reese's complete opposite. She's, you know, she's out there. She's welcoming. She's super friendly, you know. Reese has never met a stranger. Like true. You, you'll be best friends with Reese right away. I think I, I think I come across as kind of standoffish and uh, maybe a bit grumpy, but that's just <laughs> I'm self conscious, right? You when know, Reese like, and I, I walk in a room well. together, you know we're yeah. there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I know. It's hey, true. Hey, Is I it? have some stats for you. You want to hear some stats? Oh, yeah. We yes. Like yeah. I was going to talk about Phil being grumpy. <laughs> We can get back to that later. Especially in the winter. Hey, by the way, auditors, we have a special treat for you tonight. Hang around. We're going to do a post show for you (laughs) after. So uh, then we'll really get into what rave culture is like for Phil. Um, (laughs) So this we've done 674 of these episodes total. Uh, As I said, restarted in May of 2012, June for Phil. Um, You guys uh, have had. 1,200 plus guests. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, I, we've moved hosting providers for the show, for the old shows like this one, uh, a couple of times. So I don't even have an exact count of the number of downloads because it's changed a few times. But I know it's in the millions. Um, you've done 400 freaking dressage training tips. What the hell are you talking about for 400 <laughs> dressage training tips? Know, well, that's why we <laughs> asked our guests to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of tipped out. That's why we asked the guests. We're like, what do you, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> I remember when you were like at t- 10 or 20 and you were going, what are we going to talk about? You've done 400. <laughs> like, that's just crazy. So well, it's, uh, There's always something to talk about in dressage. And, and even if, even if it's kind of the same thing, it's a little, you know, we can add a different spin on it or, or take it from a different perspective. And, yeah. and you know, the, our, our guests that help us with the tips, um, you know, like I said, even, even if they're, they're the same tip, every trainer has something different that they bring to the table. So that's, that's been um, the, the, the easy thing to, to, uh, to figure out. And we're real life trainers. I mean, we do this job every day. That's what we do. We show, we we train horses all day long. So if there are times when, you know, it, it gets interesting and somebody doesn't answer the phone or something happens and I'm like, what happened to you today? What happened to you today? And we can almost always come up with something unique, um, which is kind of cool because this is this is truly our, our side gig. This is what we do Thursday nights. So uh, it, it's been, that's why it works really well because at the end of the day, we can we can... We can hold it. We can hold our own. We can chat for a long time about not much at this point, huh, Phil? <laughs> well, I uh, I also took a look at the country breakdown, and uh, this is all of your episodes added up. You have 79% in the United States listen, 6% in Canada, 5% in Australia, 2% in the UK, and there's been 70 other countries that have listened to at least one episode. Oh, oh that's come on, mean. Canada. 
Come on, Kayla, you got to get going, Phil. <laughs> well, we only have 10% of the population of the U.S., so... That's about six, right. 6%, That's 6 about right. Okay. is probably, you know... Uh, close to bang on, right? Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Well, and actually, you have more of an international audience with this show than we do, let's say, on Horses in the Morning. Um, wow. We're more okay. in the eighty-five percent U.S., so you actually have a, a bigger audience. And some of the shows are almost all U.S. So, uh, and uh, you know, but I would expect that with the dressage show, yeah. wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think fun. it's more international. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have expected that, too. Um, Shout out to all the international listeners. Thanks. Keep your friends coming. <laughs> yes. Speaking of thanks, there's some people we have to thank. And, and we really don't have much of a plan for this show other than we're going to have some listeners come on and talk to us here in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, but I, I did want to thank Kentucky Performance Products. They've been uh, a sponsor on this show really since the beginning. And, you know, it's interesting. I went to Karen, who you heard from, what, a couple of weeks ago here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Karen when the network first started, and it was with Stable Scoop, I think, uh, the first show we did with Helena. It started in 2008. And I went to her and I said, look, I'm doing this crazy thing called podcasting. Um, we didn't even know each other very well then. Uh, and we had lunch together. I remember the place we had lunch. And I showed her, look, I, the, we don't have many listeners right now, but I think it's going to be a thing someday. I, it took longer than I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she was just a believer from the beginning. And she started sponsoring. She started sponsoring then the Dressage Show. She's still our biggest sponsor to today with four different shows she sponsors. And she's been sponsoring Horses in the Morning, which we're coming up on 3,000 episodes. Um, she sponsored Horses in the Morning since day one. So she's been the Friday sponsor on Horses in the Morning since we started. Uh, so a big shout out to Karen. She's been a believer in podcasting since before podcasting was a thing and nobody even knew how to listen. And, uh, you know, I, do, I can honestly say the network, you guys, me, Jamie, everybody else that hosts shows here, all 21 shows now, would not be here if it hadn't been for Karen. Because without her yeah. support in the beginning, we wouldn't have made it. She's the best. Yeah, so she's a fantastic. Yeah, she's a fantastic person and and a great guest when she comes on. She certainly knows her, you know, nutrition stuff and and the products. The products from Kentucky Performance Products are great. So please, you know, help out, help us out by helping out the people who have supported us over the years. And she's genuine. She's talk about friends. The, yes. Another interesting thing that's happened over the years that I didn't expect with the Horse Radio Network and your show and, and all the shows is we become good friends with the sponsors. And mm-hmm. the, you know we have a lot of sponsors that have been with us for five, ten years, and that's unheard of yeah. in podcasting. Um, but you know, Karen's become a good friend. She checked on me, and I've had my health problems over the last couple of years. She's checked on me regularly. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. I, maybe she was just protecting her investment. You think that ah, was it? Yeah, she was. She was like, what's going on? But I think that's actually something really also important. We do not recommend anything on our show. And so the, Phil and I were pretty specific about this when we started, um, was if we recommend a product, we use the product, number one. We've, tre- we've tested them. And then we use them on our own horses. And I think that's really important to know about us and about the show because we don't want to – we're not just doing it. We want to make sure people understand that um, they're really good products and, and we believe in them. So that and that's true across the whole network. We've turned a lot mm-hmm. of sponsors down, some that have been very mad yeah. at me. Um, but we yeah. could, we tried the product and they didn't work for us. And they, they may yeah. work for somebody else, you know, and that's fine. It's just that if they don't work for us, we can't recommend it. So, you know, right. that's pretty much across the whole network. We feel that way. 
So, so yeah, congratulations. I'm so proud of you guys. And especially Reese, because I, I lied to her at the beginning. I said, <laughs> yeah, you only have to do this for three months. We just three need somebody months. to fill in. Um, so <laughs> you totally lied to me. I, I bought a hook, hook, line, and sinker, but glad I'm really, uh, it's been an honor to be a part of this show. And, and, and Phil, I, I don't speak for you, but I think I can speak for you. It's been an amazing adventure and taken us places that we wouldn't have gone without it. And we look forward to three more months. <laughs> I, I mean, we, I, what I really like is, uh, you know, the community that, that Glenn has built, you know, um, you know, through cruising and, and, and all of that, all of that stuff, like you said, with sponsors, you know, it, it, it feels like a, a genuine, uh, like a community and, uh, well, our and auditor been, group, especially, part, you know, the support from people and the, and then, and then you added the auditor room on Facebook. I know I don't check it out as much as I should, but I, it's just great to, you know, get emails from our listeners slash friends slash auditors. Um, you know, that, 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 that's yeah. really special. Do you yeah. want to talk Can to I one think, of them? Yeah. You want to do that? We want to talk to one of them. Uh. Well, tonight we are so excited because we are still having our party and we have some of our favorite listeners. They've been on the show before. They're great supporters. They help us with content. We just love them. We have Ruth McCormick and Nancy Jones on the show. Ruth, welcome. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be here for a 10th anniversary. No, I, Ruth, I can't even remember because we have seen you at a lot of fun events. We get to see you guys <laughs> yes, a have. lot. I'm not sure where we first met. Do you remember? I have a really bad memory. So, Oh, I think that I'm not sure. I, I know we met at, um, I don't think we met at the 2010 WEG. But I know that we met in Omaha because Stacy Westfall was with us that day, in fact, with you. She was I my roommate. Say, but yeah, we, she was my roommate. We had so much fun that right. time. Stacy, yeah, right. we, we stayed in the same room and we had a, was, we had a big time. Ruth, was, it, was the cruise before or after Omaha? The cruise was after Omaha. Okay. For, okay. The cruise was 2020, uh, 2020? 2018. 2018, I think Omaha yeah, was I think 2017 right. because yeah. I have the shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, we had a great mm-hmm. listener meet up there. That was so fun. Stacy Westfall was with us. Bill, we had a great time out in Omaha. That was a yeah. I, I think that was an unexpected good time. Aren't they going back to Omaha soon? Yeah. Next they next, are. Next year, right? They are. I'm yeah. hoping to be there. They yeah, Phil and I haven't talked time. about it, but we'll we'll probably make it. We'll make an appearance. Uh, we haven't talked about it, but it'll probably happen. And we, we had a great time. Which we didn't think we'd say that about Omaha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize to all our Nebraska listeners. Yeah, sorry, no, everybody. We love. We loved it. Yeah. And then uh, Nancy, you're you've been a longtime supporter of the show. We we get your emails all the time, and so I think probably between Ruth and Nancy, um, have you have you guys listened to all the shows? All of the I haven't radio for shows. 10 years, but for about seven years, I think. I, I listened to all the episodes before Reese, in fact, and yeah. all of your episodes. Yes, we were, we were just talking about that, um, yeah. you know, before you guys came on. So, I went to reminisce and I was going to scoot through the episodes. I picked some, I, I have some favorites, but um, 
there, there are so many, you know, that it really was mind boggling when you, you know, you know what the episode number is on the show, but then you go into the archives and you're like, oh my goodness, all the people they've spoken to and all the great content. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Nancy, um, you know, maybe you can, you can tell us a little bit about what you like about the show and maybe your favorite guests or, you know, any, any of that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, I really enjoy the banter between Reese and Phil. Um, they do a good job. I love hearing about their exploits at the beginning of every show. And in terms of favorite episodes, I was thrilled. I would encourage any listener to email Phil and Reese. If you have a great story idea, they ran with um, a story idea I sent to them to cover Mimi Stanley of Prairie Rose Dressage Training Center in Bismarck, North Dakota. When we did the book club on Robert Dover's The Gates to Brilliance and the interview with Robert, I loved hearing about Karen and Oreo, and I loved Karen's mm-hmm. tips. I think I learned so much about pasture management and turning horses out in pasture and the sugar content varying. That was really eye-opening for me. Um, Wendy Murdoch is a favorite guest, and I have purchased her lookup glasses and keeps me from staring at my horse's ears when I'm riding. That's I love that. <laughs> That's good. I, know. I love that. And then um, I also really enjoyed, I've only shown through second level, but um, I've had the good fortune to uh, ride lease and take lessons on FEI horses. So I've done canter pirouettes and tempi changes and Piaf and so forth. And I really enjoyed the series that you did several years ago on uh, Through the Levels, where you had oh, different yeah. guests. That was just really exciting to hear the the um, descriptions of what to do at each level. And as I said, even though I've not shown through those levels, because I've had riding experience, it was it meant a great deal to me to to hear that instruction. So those were some of my favorites. And... Um, I just love the show moves quickly. I look forward. I wait every week for each episode to appear in my podcast list. And it's one of the first things I do is listen to it when it's active. So um, I really enjoy the show and you're both both great co-hosts and look forward to many more years. Oh, that is so nice. Thank you so Don't much. Don't keep that up. They're going to ask for a raise know, if you I'm keep like, that what? up. Don't do that. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Ruth, you've been with us from the beginning, literally. And uh, <laughs> so tell us, what are some of your favorite episodes? Well, it's funny that Nancy mentioned banter because I know, Glenn, for Horses in the Morning, it's always about the banter when pe- you ask people their absolute favorite stuff. So I think that that is great that it's also the dressage show and the fact that we have fun and, you know, many people don't think dressage people ever have fun. So um, I think we've, I think Reese and Phil put a, you know, put a lie to that. Um, you know, it's funny. I, it's funny that Nancy said that because the Patty Mayer series on the level up the levels, I thought was just fabulous. And it was funny that she was just on talking about when the tests change you know, doing some of it, doing it or some of it again, and that would be fabulous. And the, oh, the other thing, it. yeah, absolutely. Um, the Andrea Ariati. Now, I don't have kids, but I will tell you, I want to go ride with her. I want to like be a little pony clubber riding with all the stuff she did. And I remember when, you know, on a previous interview, the 
all the really engaging stuff for children that she does. And then, you know, she was just on. So I think that's like really, really fabulous. But I like, yes. I like all different best. content. She is the best. She and Angela is yeah. the best. Can we bring her on? Because I agree. Like if I had kiddos, I also, I'm with my niece, like I, I take the ideas for my niece, but like, that's why we bring her on because it's so important that the kids get the right start. And she is the perfect person for it. So had to do that. I, I think she's just in. kind of, she's positive and she's fun. And, and, you know, she, she you know, last, uh, last episode we had her on and she was talking about like, um, adventures with your horse to go on like right. who who wouldn't like that right right i know exactly. it's so fun <laughs> well even like and all how it's all learning but it's it's disguised as you know is fun and it's you know not like it's not like today we're going to learn this we're going to you know paint our horse or whatever i mean it sounded like a you know but fun, you yeah. <laughs> The, I love the, it. The other thing is, you guys, it was so funny. The last book club for the balancing act, when Reese, I would swear that you said you were still reading the book the day that you did the show. So that really touched me. I, I, I'm, not I'm always struggling. I'm always struggling to like finish the book because I, I, I don't get a, I don't start right away, and then all of a sudden oh, I'm getting behind. They're going to talk about yeah. it before I finish it. <laughs> I was, I, I got it like, I had like five more pages right before we started. So I was like, leaf through them, but I actually went back and, and read it because I, I had, had gotten COVID. So I was really planning on reading it and then I really didn't feel like doing anything. So um, that, that just happens sometimes. Uh, but that was actually a really, really good book and worth, like I didn't, I, it was part of it. I couldn't really concentrate, but I went back because that was such yeah, a I, good I re- book. I reread it too, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, um, finishing finishing that book and then and then going back to reread it, you kind yeah. of you you know you refresh because again, I, I was I was like, oh, you know, first couple of chapters, first few chapters, I'm just like, oh, you know, what is this, you know, is the is the entire book going to be like this? Really negative about about the sport in which I compete at, right? And he's you know, and and mm-hmm. but 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 it was good points. It's just you got to finish it and then go back and start it again. And, and, yeah. and then you, you, you kind of look at it in a little bit of a different light. Or that's the way I felt about that book. So anyway, yeah. so I reread those it. Those have been fun, the book club. That, that came to me one morning. Honestly, I was watching the Today Show. And I was like, they have a book club. Like I was like, I literally texted Phil like right then. I'm like, I think we should do a book club. because <laughs> I, <laughs> And I think it's been one of the, I think it's been, it's been awesome um, just for us too because it brings new life into what we're doing and what's out there. And we really do talk with Martha at horse and rider books and we have to add her in. She's been awesome in the whole show. Yeah, Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square books. They do a fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, really. And yeah. she, she jumped on it with us and she provides us, Phil and I get the books, which have been great for our students because we have quite a nice library and uh, we will, I, everybody has asked there, I, I actually did a list of all the books and we will make sure Glenn, <clears throat> we uh, will get that up somewhere someday, uh, of all, someday. I think it's actually in Glenn's email at this point, but we will make sure we get that up because everyone's been asking uh, all of the book clubs that we've done um, that that's been a really cool addition to, and I think also helped the community of the show. So I, I think that's a great point. Well, guys, we thank you for listening for all this time and being and supporting recent Philip like you have over ten years. And, and by the way, some ideas, yeah, the ideas it. are great. You're in 
rarefied air. Uh, I tried looking it up here, and it, it appears that you're in the top what would probably be quarter percent of podcasters that ever make it to 10 years. So, you know, there's 99.99% that don't. So congratulations on that. And and also podcast listeners that listen to a show for 10 years. So, so 10 years, yeah. we would thank you for listening <laughs> yeah, to that. That's right. You put up with them. Okay, now they're not here. So Ruth, do you ever get mad at them? Mad at them? No, but I'm always telling them things that they don't seem to hear through the, through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Email us. <laughs> I listen in the car. I have a long trip to the barn and I have these notes and I actually don't always send them, but I always have something to say. Sometimes I send them. Sometimes I don't. Those like, are the comments we get on the morning show to too. It's, it's the things we didn't say. It's like, why didn't you bring that up? You know, it's, that's what people get mad at us about. <laughs> well, oh, we appreciate well, it. We love it. We love emails. Sorry. You brought one thing up though. The whole discussion of keeping a horse in retirement and kind of how you always had, Reese, you always had plans for, kind of their future. And I have a 25-year-old mare who's colicked and, and had PRP for her oxen stifles all in one week. And it ah. brings home how oh, hard it is to keep your, your I mean, she's still, she's still going. Um, <laughs> she made it through, but it's kind of like, I keep thinking that discussion that you and Phil had about that. So anyway, yeah. but I, it's been a great source of learning, you know, both, um, you know, a lot more about horses and training and equipment and um, but still fun and great people in the sport, like all the para people and um, that Kentucky youth volunteer you ha- winner that you had. I don't remember her name. Yes. Um, she was fabulous. So I love the way you guys bring it all together in a fun and educational way. Aww, well, thank you guys. And we can't do it without our listeners. And we thank you all and keep sharing us and telling your friends. That's what keeps us going. And um, we truly enjoy it. And and we love, we love hearing from you guys because it's actually why we do it, which is really Well, fun. we are delighted to be a part of it today. And congratulations on your 10th anniversary. I'm just so thrilled to have the opportunity to celebrate with you. Well, that was fun. It's always good to have the listeners on the show, especially ones that have listened to every episode since he started. So we also want to thank Total Saddle Fit and Trust Designs. They've been with us. Well, we figured it out. Total Saddle Fit started in 2014 or 15? Uh, yeah. 15. Yeah, I 2015. Mean. That's seven years of of having a wonderful sponsor and 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 uh, a great guy is Justin. We can shoot him emails anytime and uh um, you know, it, it's it more from Total Saddle Fit into Trust Design, and all the products are great, and you know, and we use them, and we and we've tried them out. Just like we said, we 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 really thank you know all of our sponsors that have come on the show and and helped us to create uh, hopefully a, a fun and interesting dressage podcast. I don't think Glenn really uh, really thought that that's what this you know this could be. No, right? like, I'm a horse husband. Like, no, we don't uh, think we'll dressage do is going to be we'll interesting in any way. Podcast, <laughs> it'll be you know really dry and boring. And- but that's what I was going to bring up. It, we we did change it in the early years. You guys, it was much more of an interview show because that's what it was before you started. And mm-hmm. then you know at some point, I think it was about a year in when you guys were about a year in, we did we had a discussion about changing it to more of a training show. 
Because that's really where mm-hmm. your strong points were, right? Um, yes. And I think really that's when the show took off with, with you guys hosting. I really do think that's when it found its place, when it's, it's found its rhythm. And that's when you guys became most comfortable. I think so, too. I think that was actually really helpful for us because that's where we were, especially in the early days, we were actually more comfortable talking back and forth and sort of doing our own program I would say now, you know, we've we've had the pleasure of interviewing, what, 1,200 people or yeah. something. Uh, now, th- there's a lot of, you know, reoccurring people. But now it's not such an anxiety-ridden thing. <laughs> In the beginning, it was really nerve-wracking, especially when we got big names on. Oh, oh there's so still hard. one name I can't bring on this show because uh, Reese will just die of a heart attack. So. I will die of a heart attack if Charlotte Dujardin <laughs> comes on the show. I, will, I don't know if I could do it. Like, I'd be so nervous. And she's very nice. Like, she seems lovely. I think I'd just die. <laughs> but um, we've had some really, really amazing guests. And actually, the Olympians and the really big namers are usually pretty fun to interview because they're so used to interviewing that right. they make it really easy. Yeah, they've done it before, you know, so mm-hmm. they know how to mm-hmm. talk. Uh, yeah, they know how to talk, and they know, they, they just know how to, they know how it runs, and it's really fun and easy with them, and you can usually get them, like, ask them. Phil's really good. Phil's actually kind of bad cop, and I'm like, <laughs> I won't ever ask the sort of really, like, Phil will ask the hard questions. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I try to come up with interesting um, questions that, that, I, that I actually want to know. You know, and uh, and of course, our show is recorded. So, you know, sometimes sometimes there's an edit that has to go in, and, and you know, you know, maybe I maybe I ask the wrong questions, or I ask a question in, in the wrong way, and and whatever. But uh, I, you know, I, I I like we like to have interesting content in which people, um, you know, people want to want to listen to. But but back back to where we transitioned you know, into doing more tips and things like that. I mean, I, I never thought that people would be interested in what, you know, what I have to say about a topic. So that's, you know, that's where, you know, at first it was, it was difficult. It was like, well, I'm not, uh, I'm not a world champion. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I know a little bit about dressage. I take a bunch of lessons and, but, but all of my coaches are like Olympians and, and those are the people, like I always thought, like those are the people who we, we need to interview. But, um, you know, once I got comfortable, once we have a topic and I, and I have, I get comfortable in talking about it, I realized that, yeah, I do have a lot of things to say and, and maybe they're not all, you know, not everybody would agree with what I'm, what I'm saying, but, but this is, you know, I'm just trying to give my perspective on, on how, you know, how I would personally think about horse training and, and how I would personally train a horse and right or wrong, right or wrong. I mean, I, I know I've, I've learned a lot over the years and, and, you know, through book club and our guests and whatever, I, I'm constantly learning. That's what I, that's what I love about the sport is that the, there's, you're never, you never stop learning. And, yeah. uh, and for sure, you know, for myself, this show has actually helped me to, to learn and, and just in talking through topics I'm like, oh, you know, when when I finish when we finish recording a show on a tip or something like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, whether somebody else says something or whether I say something that just sort of triggers a thought in my brain, and then I go go out riding the next day and like, oh, you know, should, I should try that. And and so it's not just our listeners who who we're we're educating; it's ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. 
When I speak I'm, at podcasting conferences, one of the first things I put on the screen is they come for the content, but they stay for the host. So listeners will search dressage and come, but they're only hanging around if they like you guys. And, and you know, Ruth said that, right? Uh, they both said that. They both said they like hearing the banter. And it's one of the complaints we've gotten on the morning show is we have too many guests and they want just more of us, which is counterintuitive <laughs> to what we think as hosts. You know, yeah, we're yeah. like, oh, it's, why are they... Why do they listen to us just talk, right? Uh, but that's what they like because they're staying because of you guys. They're not hanging around. Mm-hmm. If you don't like – you try a podcast, you don't like the host, you're not hanging around. I don't care how much the content is relevant for you. Uh, and that's true. that's true. And that's why, Phil, that's why they care about what you say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take – we all have a little bit of an impo- – I'm a horse husband. I've done more <laughs> podcast episodes than anybody in the horse world. And I'm a freaking horse husband that's never trained a horse in his life. <laughs> so, but yet with the probably 6,000 guests that I've interviewed, I probably know more about the horse world than, than most anybody because we've talked about it all, right? We've covered it all. So, you know, you don't, I find with our shows, especially, that the more interesting hosts are the ones who are not the super high level professionals. They're the they're the ones, who, and you guys are Grand Prix riders, though. So I mean, there is that. I mean, it's not like you're not, uh, but you're not a, you're necessarily Olympians, and that's okay because you're you're relatable. You know, it's very hard to relate to an Olympian, especially when you get into show jumping and things where they ride thirty horses a day that are all worth a million dollars plus. Um, it's hard to relate to that, but they can relate with to what you guys say. So I think that's why it works. Yeah. Well, we try. I mean, I mean, we work really hard at, and we talk about and, and really try to create content and things that we think are interesting and that will fit with most of the audience or someone would say, oh yeah, you know, I could see that happening. Or I think that's really important to us is we don't just talk about Grand Prix all the time because that's not um, it's fun to talk about and it's fun to talk about all those things, but it's not as relatable. And, and we do try to really pay attention to that with content. What has well, some, and, and yeah, yeah I think just, uh, in, in our day-to-day lives, we're not, you know, our, our bread and butter is the adult amateur. So we know, we know those people and, and, and the, you know, not so fancy horses and, and we train those too. And, and, and so, when we're looking for content or, you know, things that we think will be interesting is we try to highlight, uh, you know, we have our amateur spotlight. We have our, you know, um, because that's, that's where we are. That's where we're all at. I think is just, you know, um, in the trenches, you know, I mean, we have a few really nice horses and, and some, some great, uh, high level clients, but that's not the reality of our day or the reality of our sport. So right. I think that's because, because 99% are still in that adult amateur class. You know, the, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I, I just, my one little pet peeve is, is adult amateur. That's such a wide term. Mm. You know, the, I have some adult amateurs that are, could be top level professionals. They just don't make their living in, in horses for various reasons. Um, and well, they could be. Alice, Alice, Alice Tarjan is an adult exactly. amateur. And, she just uh, wrote a Rotterdam. <laughs> and they're both riding in Aachen this week. So again, yeah, That's it, right. it's a, it's a wide. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think of that as a negative term at all, because again, I, I have wide range of what that means. And so 
Um, it really truly just means that your living doesn't come off of horses. Um, but I have some. No, it just amateurs. means you spend all your money on them. That's what yeah, it means. You spend all your money on them. <laughs> but, you know, they work very hard. And so I, that is actually a little bit of a pet peeve of mine in the sense of, I mean, we're all out here and we can all relate. You know, we've all had a horse get hurt right before a competition you've worked for really hard. Or you've all had that news that, you know, or you, some days it goes well and it's a good day and and you can celebrate that day. You know, so I, I hope that we bring that to the show and, and that we really are doing that on a daily basis. We're training horses every day in whatever weather it may be. Um, I get to go south, which is so fun. Uh, and I always feel bad for grumpy Phil in the winter. Um, <laughs> but um, Especially you know, the last I, couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, Cor- um, Corona grumpy winter Phil. Yeah, he was really grumpy. 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 Oh, <laughs> there's been some time. But um, actually, I also want to thank, yeah. can I thank somebody else? Paul. Uh, Paul oh, works for yeah. Flintstone Media, and Flintstone Media does a production on a lot of our shows. But Paul's been a trooper with you guys. Uh, He's been so good. <laughs> and he was on the show recently, Phil said. Um, yeah. So Last episode. Yeah, we brought him on. We, we, made, we made him come on. <laughs> we made him. <laughs> he didn't have a choice. We ganged up on him. And Paul's great. He's from England. Didn't know a damn thing about dressage before he started. Or horses, for that matter. So. Uh, but he, he says he's learned a lot about a topic he never wanted to know anything about. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul's been a trooper. He does all the editing. And, and everybody over at Flintstone Media is great for us. Uh, they, they help with all of our shows, including Horses in the Morning. So I don't want to ask you guys. I have a couple of questions. And okay. I, I don't want to ask you what your favorite episodes are because that drives me crazy when people ask that of me because I have a hundred of them, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just hard to pick one. So I want to ask, start with Reese, what surprised you the most doing this show? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I, again, I came on for three months. That was my initial thought was I'm, I'm coming on to help Glenn. You know, he needed some help. He needs to find a host. Um, little did I know I would be here 10 years later. Um, but it truly, not to sound silly, but it really is the community that we've created. And we kind of continue to try to find ways to create a community with the show. That has been really cool and something I didn't see coming. Um, and I, I was thinking about it driving home today from a meeting and like, you know, the places that we've gone again, uh, world equestrian games we covered, um, and try on, I'll never forget when, um, we had just come in, uh, to the press tent. We, you were checking us in Glenn, you were showing us where, and a, a fight broke out at the, um, endurance. I have never seen a group of people run so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. I just remember standing there like, where are Everybody we? from yeah the the media the media area <laughs> just cleared out <laughs> cleared out we we're like we should start running too I guess because everyone else is running oh it's funny <laughs> you know we've gone to, to World Equestrian Games we've gone to World Cups um you know we've we've done some things that I, I would never you know I maybe have gone would have gone as a spectator but I I didn't necessarily like when I signed up for the I didn't know what I honestly didn't really know what I was signed up for. Um, but I, I love that we've been able to create, I didn't something. know what you signed up for either. So there was yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the other thing is, and, and I think Phil can say this, I mean, we're, we're self-employed, right? Like, it, but we're not, we've actually worked for the horse radio network. I work for your company, Glenn, longer than I've worked for anyone else ever. <laughs> just saying. This is the longest <laughs> so job I've had, actually. Yeah. Could you give me a good rack <laughs> if I ever need it? Yeah. I, I'll yeah, do that. I think go. I can do that. So, so um, Phil, what surprised you the most? Um, 
I think just the evolution of podcasting and now how like universal and popular it is. I mean, when we first started doing this and, you know, trying to get guests and whatever, and you said like, oh, we've got this podcast going on, like, and people are like, it goes on your iPod or like, <laughs> what? You know, people didn't like, uh, and dressage radio show, you know, what, what time can I listen? And what, mm. what, what, what station is station? it on? What, yeah. station? <laughs> what station is it on? It's just yeah. like, how long, you know, and, and for sure there was a lot of years, you know, we were trying to explain that for years and then, and then it's just, it took off and, and, uh, the pandemic accelerated it even further. And now when you say, can you come on our podcast? People know exactly what you're talking about. They, they probably listen to three or four podcasts, you know, or they, they know the player, they, they know how it is now. And, and that's just, it's made it so much easier, but, um, just being uh, uh, maybe a bit of an insider on on that evolution of of how it's going. We you know we we joke about it, but we are pioneers in podcasting. We started well, you know I started yeah. yeah I started you are yeah but you I are. started in yeah. two thousand six. You, you guys are with you. You yeah. guys are still ten years in. There's very few podcasters that are podcast for 10 years we kind of built we didn't know what we were doing even when you guys came on board we still didn't know what we were doing um, well the, the rural internet was just so oh, so bad terrible. and like oh, do you remember when uh, i had bad internet yes. like i finally got good internet when my husband's company got funded <laughs> now we have better internet. but i had bad or internet just, for a long time you know just the like skype you couldn't record on skype so you had to have a third um so, you know you had to have third-party software recording like that was so difficult. <laughs> it is. It was everything was difficult. I mean, everything we yeah. did back then was difficult to do. Um, it and you know, hosting wasn't like it is now. So we were we had to host ourselves, and it, there was problems with that. From the back end, we had a lot of things that we had to kind of figure out, and there was no roadmap. We were making the roadmap in podcasting. We were we were one of the original ones that were out there figuring out how to do all this stuff because nobody knew how to do it. And there were no <laughs> rules, you know, there there are no <laughs> rules. You know, it, when I first got our first sponsor, it's like, how much do I charge them? I have no idea because there's no, there was no, there was no formula. Precedent. There was no precedent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so. Glenn, do you remember the rules that we set up? So Phil and I both have had rules about what we would do on the podcast. So my rule was I don't do anything technical. That's like, nice. I don't even know how to do it. And that's still true. Like, it's still <laughs> yeah. true. Like, I won't I do it. Like, if I can't. Yeah. I, all I do is log on to Skype, everybody. That is it. I log on to Skype, and that is it. Now, Phil will do some technical stuff. But, Phil, what's your rule? What you won't do? Um, well, I, I won't do live. You won't do live. No, she, no he won't. He hates coming <laughs> he on. When we did he live on Horses it. in the Morning, getting him on that show was a nightmare. <laughs> Drag him on. And you're so good. Like, you, you'd be yeah, great I, I, just, I, don't, I don't know why, but... I, then it's just, <laughs> you won't it, do it. it. It's like... <laughs> Now, now I could probably do it. I, I would do it, but it yeah. just it 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 kicks up my anxiety to the next level, <laughs> and it's just mental. That's true. I think it's because I I told you when when I was I did it. I Glenn asked me when he's like I get a text like Can you please come on in thirty minutes? I my co-host is sick or so. I don't remember what the story was, and I was like Sure, no problem, because I'm like I'll just sit there and like just hang out. <laughs> the next thing I know, we're live, and Glenn Glenn gets gone. And I'm like, oh, I remember I almost flipped out of my chair. So I was like, oh, I've got to do something now. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah, the, the other thing is that, like, I, I am known to swear. 
And so <laughs> <laughs> I, I would hate for any of those, Don't really. uh, any of those bad <laughs> words to slip out. They've, yeah. they've slipped out a few times, but they get edited. Um, yeah. For all of us. <laughs> yeah, I've heard them a few times off air uh, doing the dressage mm-hmm. show over the years. Well, c- congratulations again, guys. You've... Uh, Again, you've done something that very, 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 very few people have. And on a topic that nobody would have guessed could have lasted (laughs) 13 years total now. Thanks thanks for believing in us and making this happen. This has been quite a journey. We're not done, everybody. Yeah, they're leaving now. Uh, Ten years is enough. They're quitting today. We're tired. We're we're all (laughs) tipped out. We've said everything there we is to say. We are probably all of those things, but we're still around. Don't worry. You know, if you uh, ever no. get tired of doing tips, we can just go back to the first and start replaying them. Uh, nobody <laughs> will remember. It was ten years ago. There, there you go. <laughs> Except so, Ruth, will. Really Ruth will. We have we have we have some we have some supporters that uh, you know that that we know will um, call us out if we try to duplicate any of yeah, those. They'll know. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to one yes. last thing, and that is we definitely drink far less than we used to. There was a period of time where we were drinking a lot during yeah. the show. <laughs> That's funny. Especially in the beginning when Phil was nervous. I was like, just just drink, maybe get another one. <laughs> Coping mechanisms, you know. When, when you when you don't when you don't go to school for for uh you know broadcasting and, and get the tips, then you, you learn as you go, I guess. Yeah. Well, you yeah, guys have both done fun. a tremendous job. Thank you so much for from me and from Jennifer for doing it for all these years and, and for the listeners, too. We, we, we appreciate you, and we hope that you do it for another 10. Nah, cheers to you guys. Thanks so much. And uh, auditors, hang on. We're going to do a bit of a post-show for you. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. So, auditors, you have a rare post show where I can ask Reese and Philip things that I can't ask him on the air, and you can finally hear Philip say fuck. Um, by the way, the post shows are not <laughs> not safe for work or kids. Uh, maybe yeah, I should have said that first. Only, it's, I need to fill my It's only if I get fired up. It's, it's not like it's, yeah, but, but some, sometimes I get fired up and, and then. All right. Now, I, like, the post show, they want to know behind the scenes. They love the behind the scenes. That's what we do. We do it three, we do it, uh, three days a week on Horses in the Morning with Jamie and I. So do you guys, have you ever gotten mad at each other? Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean. For sure. I was going to say know? no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what Phil has to say. I'm looking for some laughing. What? What do you mean? What if, we got, what if we got mad at each other? Not like mad, just like annoyed. You guys are <laughs> like a married couple. I'm, not, I can, I'm like, no. He is like your work husband, I, right? I mean. He's my work yeah, husband. Yeah, it's a, it's a long-term relationship. It is. Yeah. So when was the last time you got mad? Like I'm, I'm everybody. I'm, I'm mad. I, w- I wouldn't say it was mad. It's just, just like <laughs> annoyed. Like, annoyed. Yeah. Well, Jamie, you, you know, Jamie and I are the same way. I mean, we're she's yeah, like, like my when? work wife. I mean, we've done three thousand yeah. episodes together. So I don't know when, when, when you, when you don't answer, you know, my message or just like I don't know. <laughs> Quick enough. <laughs> See, guys, I waited till now to bring all yeah, this up and get them know, fighting. Like, what are you talking about, Phil? <laughs> fighting. I- that's funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, what? So what are you, what are you about? No we, talk about anymore, <laughs> okay. we talk about yeah, it anymore, Glenn. We talk about it. Now the show is actually done. <laughs> now it's over. <laughs> 
we talk about it on uh, on the morning show and the post show all the time about guests. Some guests are so easy. Some are so yes. difficult. Yeah. Some are Some so are. difficult. <laughs> we don't put up with it as much as anymore. We're just like basically fucked. Well, yeah. If, if, bad if word, but it's difficult like, to book. Yeah. But I mean, even when you when you bring someone on the show and then and then they don't talk, and and I understand that, you know. But uh, and sometimes they're legitimately nervous, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. The ones we have trouble with are the cowboys on our show because okay. they're they're very polite. It's yes sir, no ma'am, yes sir, no ma'am, and it's like, <laughs> can you? Can we do sentences? More. Let's do longer sentences. Um, and you actually have to stop them and say, "Can we please have paragraphs? This isn't this isn't going to going very well." <laughs> so, uh, and more, I think it's scheduling for us because Phil and I are so busy, like in our normal life. And so, like, don't give us trouble. Like, just just <laughs> don't give know, us a, like, don't give us a hard time. But but what we've tried to do is to um, you know have a pre chat with any anybody that comes on. We spend five ten minutes with them do you actually talk to them ahead of time yeah oh i didn't know that Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. yeah so we don't bring them on it we don't bring them on and just throw them throw them into the fire because of the the nervous problem Mm. we might have done early on but we we decided that that was not a good idea so then we just get chatting and you know try to try to prep them for the questions that we might ask and uh you're the only show on the network that does that i think really yeah oh yeah. No, no, we, we like them thrown into the yeah. fire on the morning show. It's like, well, yeah, well, yeah. people just can't handle it. Like they can't, yeah. they get weird. And Phil and I are like, oh god. Or we, you know, we talk to them, and a lot of times once we get talking, then they're we're like, okay, we're gonna start now, and they're like, it's just that's it. And we're like, that's it. That's and, it. And it goes smoother. Yeah, we try to keep it really conversational. And, and uh, there's chemistry. You know, it's like when you're dating, right? It's the same thing. When you have a guest on, there's just guests that you have chemistry with, and you yeah. just don't want the interview to end. Um, and then there's, you know, there's a lot of guests that, you know, the interview was, we think it was, it was pretty good, but there, there wasn't that chemistry and we all know that mm-hmm. chemistry, right? Um, yeah. you know, dating is the closest thing I can come to it. You know, whether you have chemistry or not, and even your good friends, like Reese and I, when we met the first time, right? There was yeah. chemistry there. Wendy, Dr. Wendy and I, uh, first time I met her on a carriage, it was like, we couldn't stop talking. It's just <laughs> just chemistry, but you have that with the guests, even though you're only with them for t- 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And if absolutely. you don't, you know, so... Yeah, if you don't um, click, I mean, yeah. Like. We have a chat going. That's a, that's a hot take, I guess. Um, we have a chat going all the time between Phil and I, and it's not it's not long. It's just like you, I, that we try to keep it so that the we don't stumble over each other, which we still do, because we'll jump in or whatever. But we try to keep it fairly rolling that way um so but there's sometimes we're like we gotta end this or i i have nothing <laughs> um yeah. and usually one of us can can grab it or we just end it <laughs> we don't try anymore yeah that's true of our show too if 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 we find the guests or what for whatever reason they're really nervous or whatever it is we'll just keep it short and uh, you know the, we always try and make the guests we want them to look good in the end and sometimes oh, yeah. keeping it short is helping them look better right um, and that's just yeah. things you learn as you, as you, be, as you interview 1200 people, right? I mean, that's yeah, just, yeah. You, just yeah, get a, yeah. you just get a feel for it and you know, how, you know, how's this going or, you know, um, this is, this is interesting, but we don't want to drag it out. And so, and the thing is, if you're thinking that the listener's thinking that, oh yeah. Yeah. 
So they don't want to drag drug out either. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about it, Phil and I, early on. Like, we're not really NPR. Like, if you really want to, I want it to be the Today Show. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have fun, interesting guests. People come away from the show like, that was a a fun hour of my life. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the guests. Um, And not that I was bored to tears or whatever. So we did try to keep it fun. What's that that make the morning show, Howard Stern? Yeah, you're Howard Stern. (laughs) Yeah, for sure you're the Howard Stern. I don't have naked girls dancing Jerry in my Springer. studio, though. Little Jared's. But, well, but, but is that because you don't want to have naked girls? No, I would invite them over, but nobody comes over. Nobody yeah, comes exactly. over. Speaking of naked, Reese, did I hear you're going to get a camper and you, for Wellington this year and you're going to be at the nudist colony? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely the word on the street. <laughs> right before we got got going, I was like, I was telling the boys, I was like, I think I'm going to get a camper for Wellington. Nothing has been purchased yet. And then it feels like, let's go to the nudist colony. I was, well, like, I was just offered, like, you can park uh, it at the nudist colony. You can park yeah. it there. I was like, this is the worst. It's probably cheaper than parking it anywhere else in Wellington. That's what I thought it would be. I didn't, I, I mean, I don't know the rates and, you know, <laughs> but the internet uh, is, ca- is calling my name right now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know there was one down there. It's interesting that Phil either. knew that. Yeah, exactly. I get like, around. Phil, how'd you know that? I get around. You know, whatever. <laughs> That's true, you do. Wait a minute, I just looked it up. The Wellington Naturist Club. Stop it! Come on! Oh. You gotta send me that. That's amazing. It's Wellington Naturists. Oh, this is New Zealand. Oh. Wrong Wellington. Oh. Well, that's Wellington, Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Wellington. Well, I'm going to look it up, everybody. Don't you worry. I will find out. But I am not going to go there. I. But Phil, I wouldn't, you know, if Phil wants to drive the camper over there and spend a night there, just to get some America, totally, totally fine. It, you don't really get Philip's Canadianness until he really gets grumpy in the winter. And then it comes out. And yeah, he, he tends to get it all out of his system before the, we start recording. He gets it all yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And then he, yeah. then he's really funny. It's awesome, especially grumpy <laughs> Phil in the winter. And it's really well, hard. Yeah, I'm like, there, there you go. There's another example. Reese, like when I'm grumpy in the winter, you like to push my buttons for some. Oh, I totally focus. I, I poke. She does do that. Oh, I found <laughs> it. I found it. It's in Loxahatchee. Phil, you were right. You've been here, haven't you? Yeah. Stop it. Phil's gone. Now. I have. <laughs> it's called uh, Sunsport Gardens. Sunsport. It's a family naturist resort. Um, Send me the link. Why is the pictures not coming? Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, (laughs) they're they're mostly blurry, I bet. Yeah, it's all blurred. Nobody wants to see that, anyways. Way to go, Phil. Way to take us to the gutter. (laughs) Galleries. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look at the gallery. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Nothing is happening. This This website is stuck. Oh, wait a minute. Here it comes. This is what happens to me. This is why we take a turn. We were were good and. Well, actually, this a- used to happen a lot when Glenn produced our show, and then it, it, was, it, was, it was two guys on Reese, and Reese is not used to having uh, the men outnumber her in her life. Well, hey, wait a minute! I mean, now, now I got Winston and, and Travis, and now I am kind of. Oh, there are good. Time. There are interesting pictures on here. So uh, oh, apparently, naked it. yoga. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Naked volleyball. Naked Thank tennis. You. Naked Thank tennis. You. That's oh, naked a naked band. Oh, naked band. Okay. Okay. I mean, seriously, who wants to actually see that? I don't. Thank you. These are these are younger people than I expected. Or do you think that the three people that are younger actually picture? How much is the camper hookup, Glenn? No. They're trying to make it like attractive to resort. Um, I 
I was there, and it's all it's all old nudists. You were there. Yeah. When did you go there? I can't. Well, I'm not going to tell you that story. <laughs> Why not? Now, now, inquiring minds have to know. Okay, Phil. they actually have a young naturists weekend, and that was in Stop. May of 2022. And I'm looking at the pictures from the young naturists weekend, and uh, I think any anybody under about. 60 is considered young. Is considered young. Exactly. <laughs> this is not children. Yeah. <laughs> I was at one too in Pennsylvania years ago before I met Jennifer. They had a Reese, you're going to love this. So they had a hot air balloon there that weekend. Okay. And they would take you up and down in the hot air balloon. Well, maybe gravity would help some parts. <clears throat> well, know. it was interesting because as I was going up, I was asking. They said it was their favorite weekend of the year. They do this for all different kinds of organizations. And apparently they fought over who got to go do it at the nudist camp every year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. See? I just want to know, is it a cheap camper hookup? That's I don't know. I, I can't know. find well, anything about the rates. Yeah, like, please, Glenn, will you please? Rates. Oh, here we go. Glenn needs to have spam. Glenn needs to have spam. I love it. Come on, Glenn, find the rates. Did you eat it? They also have, I want to know if Phil ate here. They also have a nudist cafe. I I was like, wait a minute. But (laughs) but, uh, the health and safety requires that you wear some clothes. Uh, Are you sure? Is that Canada, not Loxahatchee? No, that's what they they told him. I I mean, I, I asked all the questions, you know? I want to know the story now. Now we're trying to remind you. Now this is good post-show stuff. Um, I'm going to make him tell me. (laughs) Okay, so apparently, I don't know if this is camping or not. This is amazing. See, everybody, this is actually what happens to me when they're on here. We don't actually. (laughs) Oh, RV, full hookup. I got it. What What is it? Okay. Oh, you need to go here. It's cheap. It's That's only it's November through thought. April is only eight twenty two a month. Eight twenty two. How they get twenty two dollars? That's a weird number, isn't it? Eight twenty two in the summer, which nobody. Well, you would well, want to be naked in the, in the summer, summer. right? Um, yeah. That's five hundred and twenty nine. It's cheap. What? Yeah. That's so cheap. so so the the story is, and I'm not going to name names, is that um, the trainer that I, the jumper trainer that I knew who was there. Um, was like, I can't get a better deal in, you know, for, for an RV hookup. <laughs> That's true. And, 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 Down and there. I don't, mind, I don't mind being naked. So, do you have to be naked there? Is it a requirement? Or can you wear No, the one the I was at I was families. I, I there were a lot. Optional. Yeah, yeah. Except I, I at the there's... pool, they were required to be naked in the pool for some reason at the one I yeah. was at. Yeah. Okay. I think that's something similar. Like, um, I don't know why that is. Work... But... <laughs> Yeah, you have to wear clothes and, you know, whatever. But, I, you know, it, I, I don't know how it's policed, you know. Like, are you a true Are you, are a, you true a nudist? nudist? You okay, so Phil will back deal, me up here. Know? It is not sexy when you see a lot of people naked at the same time. No, I don't think it's Because there's, there's old people and skinny people and fat people. There's just all kinds of people. And when you see them as a group, it's not sexy at all. You know, p- guys yeah. think they're going to walk around and be, you know, uh, be turned on the whole time. That's not true. Um, and the one I was at had families, had little kids. And by the way, I think those kids probably grow up more adjusted than kids who are – because they see na- nudity all the time. So for them, you know, seeing a girl naked or a guy naked is not a big deal. Um, it was it was interesting because it really is not – I don't know if Phil felt that way or not, but it because there's so many <laughs> – 
it's it's yeah. I'm trying to get it to pull up. It's very slow. It is very slow. Sunsportgardens.com for everybody that's at home wanting to go to the nudist camp. Yeah. There um, you go. For cheap R V hookups. Let's be real. It's expensive yeah. there. Yeah. I think we'll when Phil comes down, we need a field trip. Uh, we and need to all meet. The over there. We need yes, to do a listener so meetup. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> don't you know this? A host oh, meetup. We'll have a host bonding session at uh, Sun Gardens, Gardens Family Naturist <laughs> Resort. Oh my god! How do we get on this topic? Okay, back to back to what we came to do. <laughs> It's pretty cheap, though. You can't even get the yes, KOA well, for this price. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's the point. That, that's I'm how not going there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive Phil over if he comes to visit with the RV. We'll, we'll go over for the weekend. All right. For this yeah, experience. Right. <laughs> I still can't get it to pull up. She is no fun at all. I bet you Travis would go. Uh, I don't know. I don't, who wants to <laughs> see that? Like, I just don't. <laughs> Thankfully, where I'm staying potentially is, is, is complimentary. For, oh, good. Then they're not going to be naked people. They had like the best burger and fries around or so, you know, some other reason to go there. Yeah. Like I, the wings. I think I would. I think like I the would wings. <laughs> yeah. Ten cent wings. The great food they have at Hooters. Yeah. I've heard, oh, I've heard that story. Mm. <laughs> they do have pretty good uh, food. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure they do. When, and bun. Glenn, do you do you order the chicken breast? Hold the chicken. <laughs> oh, I went, you know, I wonder how many nudist camps there are in Florida. There has to be a lot. It's gotta be, there has to be a lot. God, like that's God. all of Florida. So many. That in Arizona. So Although Arizona, most you just think you would get burned all the time in Arizona. Yeah. Well, all right, you would get burned. One, in places two, three, four. I count five on a. Oh, oh, the seven best nudist resorts in Florida. There we go. <laughs> Is Sunsport Gardens? There? I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> is this is this on a, is this on a top ten? I'm looking to visit. Oh, there's one I'm in Key you. West. I do too much with horses. Like I'm like, what? I don't even get it. All right, I'm looking. Sunsport Gardens. Wear, you can't even wear open-toed shoes uh, around. Do you want to hear the description yeah, exactly. of Sunsport Gardens here? Yeah, Unlike several family-friendly resorts, which allow children but don't have any special activities or events for them, Sunspark Gardens hosts youth camps every year. Located in Loxahatchee near West Palm Beach, they also host young adult weekends for 18- to 30-year-olds throughout the year. A more rustic experience, cabins and trailers are available to rent, while camping is also available. You must have a membership to camp. Oh, maybe that's where they get you in the membership. <laughs> yeah. We're making Reese very uncomfortable. We're going to have a safe sport thing against this very soon. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. The the naked yoga. Now I got to pull it up. The naked yoga. It's just not for me, boys. I'm just saying. Did you get it to come it's up the gallery? And, well, then then they have this food, and then you're like, I can't eat that and look remotely good naked. Like, there's just not. And by the way, there's a drum circle. Oh, guys, you got to pull this up. Like, I can't believe this is happening. We better change the topic. I need to get more wine. Now, um, you, now you know why I drink heavily when I come on the show. For this. <laughs> Thank you guys for 10 years. You've been great. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's crazy, huh? Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it's, it's, it. It's wonderful to, to get to know you. And, and one day I will come back to America. One day. One day. By the way. By the way, Sunsport Gardens is actually not that far from where I lived for many, many years. It's very close, actually. Yeah, you were down in Loxahatchee, right there. Oh, yeah, I passed it. Like, now I know exactly where it is. Well, I don't know where it is, but 
I know it's semi-location. And I would drive by it every day, apparently. Pretty close. Yeah. There you go. I know. Glenn, did you think we'd last 10 years? Now we're going to ask you. Um, I didn't know <laughs> that the dressage show would last 10 years. Uh, right. uh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't, well, I didn't know our show would last 10 years either. So there's that, you know, I, you know, when you, when we started podcasting, none of us thought we'd last 10 years. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it's there true. were a few years in the middle there where podcasting, Phil talked about it earlier, where we thought podcasting was, we thought it would become a thing sooner than it did. Uh, it took longer for it to become a thing than we expected. Um, I, I think probably about your year five, we really expected podcasting to take off, and it probably took to about year seven. Um, and that's true of Jamie and I, too. You know, we, we expected podcasting to become a thing much sooner. Uh, so the fans that have been with us for a long time were true diehards. <laughs> yes. Yes. True diehards. That's crazy. But know, thank you, guys. Let's let them go. All right. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye, guys. Congratulations, you made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now, go ride your horse.